Latif Nasser is the founder of a science podcast, which is called Radio Hour. A few weeks ago, he told a story on Twitter which went viral. Now, I don't know this because I am on Twitter. It's my husband, Chris, who feels called to Twitter. I, myself, feel more called to Facebook. But as a lover of science, Latif is also a proud dad, and he has a two-year-old boy. And of course, he wanted his two-year-old to stand in awe of the universe like he does, so he bought a poster for his baby boy's room. It was an illustration of the solar system, with all the planets and moons all labeled carefully by the illustrator. And I imagine he probably got that sticky stuff that you use to put on the walls of your kids' rooms because you know they're going to switch out their posters, of course. So Latif is putting up this poster and looking over the beautiful illustrations of the planets and moons, and he sees something he doesn't recognize. It's a moon around Venus called Zuzva 68. That's weird, Latif thinks. I didn't think Venus had any moons. So of course he Googled it. Venus has no moons, according to Google. So Latif gets curious, and he calls the illustrator. Uh, what is this Zuzva? The illustrator says, well, I, I had a list of all of the moons and all of the planets that I was using. It was verified by NASA. OK. Well, when you're a famous science podcaster, you have a friend at NASA. So Latif calls up his friend at NASA. She says, that's very weird. I don't think Venus has any moons, but let me look it up. And the next day, she calls him up laughing. Latif, she says, it's 2002 VE 68, not Zuzva. 2002 VE means the year that it was seen, and the letters refer to the month and day. It's a whole system. But she said, I like Zuzva better. Let's call it Zuzva. <laughs> but she said, but really looking at it, I would call it a quasi-moon. In fact, it's very rare. You see, asteroids, they circulate the sun. Moons circulate a planet. But Zuzva is circulating the sun with Venus. So it's sort of relating to two gravitational poles. To be honest with you, she said, I don't know what Zuzva is. 
the prophet Isaiah wrote so long ago, the Lord rolls out the universe like a carpet and all the stars in the sky and every, every created being has a purpose and a plan for which it was made. Even Zuzva. In today's gospel, Jesus goes to the house of Peter, the disciple. Now this is just my personal opinion. It could never be verified with the scripture. It couldn't be proven or unproven, but I have always thought that Peter was a widow. Because if you read carefully in the scripture, Peter goes home with Jesus and the disciples and his mother-in-law is there and she's ill, but it never mentions his wife. But you don't have a mother-in-law unless you've at least had a wife, right? His mother-in-law has a fever and I imagine that Peter would have been a good man and if his wife had died, he wouldn't have cast out her mother. He would have tried to take care of her. So they get to the house and Peter's mother-in-law has a fever and so Jesus heals her. He, he lifts her up and, and then she starts serving them, which again makes me think, well, where's his wife? Of course, the people in the village hear about Jesus healing her of her fever and they all swarm like bees to the house. Jesus goes outside and he heals and he casts out demons. And I imagine that by the end of the evening, he falls dead asleep. But in the wee hours of the morning, while it's still dark, Jesus leaves the village. And it says that he walks out to a deserted place by himself. And he does this over and over again when he goes to different villages. And I know that it seems so important, and it is that he healed and cast out demons, but I want you to look with me at the fact that Jesus left. In other words, he did not heal everyone. He did not cast out every demon. He did not fix every problem. After he had given his message to a village, he left and went to the next one. And when the disciples go searching for him, they say, Lord, come back. There's a lot more people that want you. And he says, I need to move on. Because I need to spread the message of the kingdom of God. That is why I am here. That is why I am here. You see, Jesus had what I call vocational health. The incarnation of God came to show us how to be fully human. 
Jesus knew how to discern what exactly God was calling him to do. That's what the word vocation comes from, the Latin vocare, which means to call. Now, it's very hard for those of us who are good at a lot of things to discern what God is calling us to do. You see, Jesus could have just stayed in that village and he could have healed people his whole life. But that wasn't the primary purpose that God had made him for. His divinity, his coexisting with God, depending on him, spreading the good news, talking about the kingdom of God. He had to move on, even though it was hard. His vocation entailed him saying no to some things. As a church, I believe our primary purpose is to worship God, but also to help you become the best disciples that you can be, to help you find vocational health. We understand physical health, don't we? I hope we do. How many of you go to an annual checkup? Raise your hand, and you better raise your hand. And if you're not raising your hand, do it. If you are in chronic pain, you cannot discern what God is asking of you. You need to have physical health, right? There's also mental health. And we need a lot of work in the state of Florida because we're ranked 49th out of 50 in mental health care here. But mental health is also important because if you're severely depressed or battling a chronic mental illness, you cannot discern what God is asking of you. So we need to be physically well, mentally well, but then we can be vocationally well. And our culture doesn't know what that means. What it means is that you were made, just like Zuzva, for a very particular purpose. And that your job on earth is not so much to de determine who God is, good luck at that, since our brains are pretty small, and your job is not to try to make yourself happy all the time, because that would be like chasing your tail. Our culture makes us think that if we buy enough stuff, we'll be happy. How's that going for you? Believe me, you can have a lot of stuff and be a lot of miserable. No, God has called you to be vocationally well, to figure out why are you here? What is your purpose? Jesus said, that is my purpose. That is what God has called me to do to spread the kingdom of God. What is your purpose? We have a woman in our vestry who's getting her PhD in psychology, Paige Akimian. She believes, and I've come to agree with her, that every single human being has a superpower. There's something that you do better than anybody, or at least just as well and it brings you joy. What is it? We become vocationally ill when we either are sitting alone with no purpose, we get depressed, don't we, and lonely, or a lot of us become vocationally ill because we buy into the myth of the internet, which is that you should know all things, and you should 
you should, you should give money to all charities and you should serve in all capacities. The internet makes you think that you should be doing everything or you're failing. No wonder we're going insane. Remember, Jesus didn't do a lot too. He didn't fix every problem. He didn't heal every illness. He didn't cast out every demon. He did what God asked him to do. And it is your job to figure out what is yours and what is not yours. Yesterday, I was getting ready for a wedding and I came across a, a 17-year-old boy who's on the streets of Jacksonville and he wanted my help. And I just, the mother and me wanted to bring him home and feed him and get him a job and, you know, fix him like I want to fix all my boys. And that's not always making me popular with them, by the way. <laughs> but I knew that that's not my job. And I told him where the Solzbacher Center is that we started and we contribute to that and that's all good. But I still felt bad. And then I came and did this big wedding, and after the wedding at the reception, this old man comes up to me and he's crying. I say, what's wrong? And he said, I didn't think women could be priests, but I think they can. And I thought, no, I guess that's why I'm here. <laughs> after church, we're going to go into our annual meeting. We're going to talk about this amazing place that has, boy, a unique call. This church has a call. This church is a planet we're rotating around this city and we're influencing it in so many amazing ways. But our primary job is not only to help you love God, but to help you figure out how to serve God, to figure out who you are in Christ. What is your lane? your highway, your way to the God that is uniquely and powerfully yours and nobody else's. Who are you, Zuzva? Because God made you just perfectly and for a purpose. And it will bring you joy and gladness and it will be hard. But let's find it together. Okay? Amen.